Hello, I'm Dr. David Stanton, Headmaster at Oakdale Academy. And on today's episode of Paideia Ponderings, I want to talk very specifically about some disturbing news coming out of Congress. That shouldn't come as much of a surprise that something disturbing would come out of Congress, but this one is something that will impact the way that churches, religious, private schools, and organizations, uh, such as those of us in classical Christian education, uh, how we will be able to operate. And obviously that topic is House Resolution 5, better known as the Equality Act. So I wanna talk about that and invite you to listen in. Before we do, hey, wanna invite you, if, uh, if the messages that you hear on Paideia Ponderings are something that causes you to pause, causes you to think, perhaps it's, uh, it's even something that uh, has broadened your understanding of education, um, of culture, of what education should be and, and how we can impact the culture positively for a biblical worldview, I'd ask you to consider supporting us. You can find the information to support Paideia Ponderings in our show notes. Uh, and if you uh, think, you know, I, I want to go one step further, I want to make sure that, uh, that students are directly impacted. Well, then I, I invite you to visit us at oakdaleacademy.com. And right there on the homepage is a link to support us, uh, to donate for us. If, if those things aren't um, either to your liking or, or not in your ability level right now, then I would I would ask uh, earnestly for your prayers, uh, your prayers for strength for those of us in the classical Christian education movement, those of us doing um, the work of educating the youth, and uh, and for churches that will also be impacted by this. Pray for your pastors. Pray for. Uh, ministers who are working and and looking at the landscape of what's going on and how far away we are moving from a biblical worldview and encourage you to please pray for us, um, pray for uh, more people to see uh, the importance of education, whether that education happens on Sunday mornings or in a small group Bible study uh, and or at a Christian school that is holding true and fast to God's word. Will you pray for us, please? With that, uh, here we go, uh, talking about the Equality Act. So on to HR5, the Equality Act. Now, I, I want to kind of paint a picture here. Um, HR 5 is a bill that, uh, that I'm starting to, to learn more about. I think it's important that we dig into what is going on in Congress and, and how it is going to impact us. So I'm going to be pulling from several different resources, uh, from Alliance Defending Freedom, uh, from Liberty Council in particular, and I'll start there with, with Liberty Council. Uh, their description of HR 5 is simply this. It is a bill that pushes the LGBT agenda on all people and targets Christianity in every area of life, including the church. Uh, it, it goes on to say it will destroy bathroom privacy, uh, welcoming both genders into every bathroom in America. It directs religious K-12 schools, Liberty Council says, and daycare centers to force children to obey adults who show up at work one day as a man, the next day 
as a woman. It literally sets the stage for banning Scripture, and there is no religious exemption to this bill. And it demands that every religious adoption agency place innocent children in homes with adults in, involved in same-sex relationships. Um, it, it, it is just uh, unbelievable what, um, what is happening. It would also, Liberty Council states, make uh, churches uh, be forced to host same-sex wedding ceremonies. Uh, it potentially could, could take away tax-exempt st uh, status for non-compliance. So if you chose to stand for God's word and say, no, we're not going to perform these ceremonies, you could lose your uh, tax-exempt or your 501c3 uh, status. Colleges would lose accreditation. Um, they would not be eligible to receive student loan. Uh, so most religious schools would, would be in a tough situation there. Um, you know, we, we would not be able to segregate rooms by a biological gender. Um, you know, again, bathrooms would be completely um, just thrown out. The privacy in, uh, in them would be thrown out. And so, you know, it, it ultimately boils down to this. Um, this is no surprise that as our culture moves further and further away from the Judeo-Christian Greco-Roman heritage that, that we started with, the Western civilization that our founders uh, began this nation with, um, as we move further away from that, it should be no surprise to us that this is what's coming down the road right now. What should be shocking to us, though, is that it's here and that we have to deal with it. We cannot just simply uh, stand by and pretend that things are not happening. We cannot put the proverbial head in the sand and just hope it will all go away. This is a moment where if this passes, as I understand it, it has already passed the House of Representatives, if this actually passes through the United States Senate, and I, I think that's um, it's unlikely that it will, even with the 50-50 split and the vice president breaking the tie. Depending on how it's orchestrated, you would, you would need a 60-vote you know, a, a majority to end debate on the issue. <clears throat> Excuse me, but let's, let's assume that it passes the United States Senate. It gets to the White House where President Biden is, would be likely to sign this into law. What do Christian schools and churches specifically do? What do any uh, what does any faith-based faith organization do that would say, no, these, these things are not right? Well, you have to look to examples. Uh, the, the group of nuns who stood up against Obamacare uh, and, and their continued fight through to the Supreme Court in victory. Um, you have to look at uh, Hobby Lobby's fight against Obamacare um, several years ago. You have to look at people who have stood up for what they know is incorrect and goes against the teachings of God's word. And the two examples I used, they were victories, but we're not always guaranteed a victory uh, in a worldly sense. But that doesn't mean that we don't take a stand. So what should places do that are faith 
based that would hold to the truth of Scripture. Well, you do what the representative from Florida did on the floor of the United States House of Representatives. He basically uh, said how H.R. 5, now uh, better known as the Equality Act, how it violated very clearly the commands of God in the Bible. And did you hear, did you hear what happened? Uh, New York Congressman Jerry Nadler, very famous, uh, very powerful congressman, uh, chairman of powerful committees that, that was one of the people who led the charge in the first impeachment of President Donald Trump. Jerry Nadler stood up and said, basically, I, I, I apologize that I'm going to misquote him, but my summary is just as bad as the real quote. Uh, he said, God's will is of no concern to this Congress. Let me say that again. God's will is of no concern to this Congress. Well, my response should not shock anyone. Um, God's will should be of a lot of concern to Congress. Um, we're, we're tossing it aside so often. Uh, each of us in our daily lives, we are all sinners. But to bring up something that is so clearly uh, a direct uh, violation, a direct um, antithesis of what God teaches and has taught for thousands of years should be of great concern and should cause us to pause. But people that are determined to push the Equality Act, I think clearly with Representative Nadler's terms and words, really don't care about God's will and God's plan for humanity in this. So what do we do is the question that still remains. Well, I, I think we have a few things that we can do. Uh, first and foremost, we should be in prayer. Now, a lot of people hear that and say, oh, well, yeah, of course you got to pray. But I, I mean, legitimately, we should be praying that God's will is done because it will be. But that we can seek it out in the guidance of the Holy Spirit for where and in what way and, and how God may be inviting us to respond to what's going on. I think we should be praying for our leaders uh, at every level of government, even those that we would vehemently disagree with. Jerry Nadler needs our prayers. Joe Biden, Joe Biden needs our prayers. Um, <clears throat> they need to be able to see the truth and the light of Christ in their lives. So we need to pray. Secondly, we need to be prepared to, uh, to, to give up some things. We need to be able to be prepared to say, no, this is going to cause some uncomfortness. Uh, this is going to cause us to perhaps risk some things. But if we stand with God's truth, though we may lose the world, we'll gain so much more. You know, we, we need to be able to say, you know, the tax-exempt status is, is a great little thing right now. It certainly saves religious organizations, nonprofits, uh, lots of money in sales tax. It certainly does, and it's very helpful. But is that worth sacrificing what we know to be true? Is uh, a group of um, 
massive amounts of money in student loans or accreditation or even the shuttering of your school or your church or being told that you were going to be sued, you were going to be fined. Are those things that we're willing and ready and able to take on? Or are we at a point as Christians where we say, well, yeah, you know, it's bad, but it's, 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 it's not really going to affect us. This one will affect us. Folks, if we have put our heads in the sand up till now with different things that have gone on, this Equality Act, this H.R. 5, will directly affect us. There will be people that will be lined up, ready to say, I want to work at your church, I want to work at your school, and no, I do not necessarily agree with your statement of faith, but you cannot use that against me anymore. There will be people lined up at your church, ready to ask for you or your pastor to marry them as two men or two women, just to see if you'll say no. It's on our doorstep. It may not pass this time. It may not get all the way through. It, it may not uh, make it to the Oval Office. But this is what happens. It's pushed enough that it's become part of the conversation. It's pushed enough that we need to think about what we're going to do. And I think Christians need to stop thinking about what we're going to be doing and start making plans for what we actually will do. Where will we draw a line and say, no, no more? Where will we stand for biblical Christian worldview in a world that's getting so dark? Well, I would encourage us to look at this and to say, um, we, we need to pay attention to these things. We need to call these things out so that they are not surprises to Christians anymore. And we need to redouble our efforts. The last point I would make, redouble our efforts at educating ourselves and our youth. We need to make sure that our youth, whether, um, whether they are prepared to enter into the conversation is, is essential that they get the information to be able to enter that conversation and when the time hits, when the time is right. We cannot just sit back and say, well, mom and dad, uh, you know, I, they'll, they'll get it at Sunday school or they'll get it at youth group or if they go to Christian school, they'll get it there. No, they get it from you first, mom and dad. And schools that are Christian schools should be saying it, and churches should be preaching God's word, and Sunday school teachers should be preaching God's word, and youth group uh, pastors, youth pastors should be preaching God's word in an unvarnished, unabashed way so that our students are prepared um, in apologetics in their ability to defend our faith. The fight might not come for our generation. HR, 1, HR 5, pardon me, may not be in law this time, but it very likely will be. And what are we going to do? But more importantly, what 
what preparation are we giving to the youth so that they are ready? If it got to this point in our time, what will it be like when the next generation are adults? So how does this impact uh, a podcast that deals with education? Well, it's very simple. Each parent should be diving in and investigating what is taught at church, what is taught at Sunday school, what is taught at youth group, and what is taught at Christian schools that their children may attend, and asking some difficult questions, asking some questions to make sure that these organizations are partnering with the worldview that we hold to make sure that the truth of God's word is taught correctly, plainly, clearly, and in an apologetic format so that students, the youth, are prepared to defend their faith. We have a fight on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We have a fight for our faith and for what we stand for. Now, we can just let it happen and wonder what we're going to do, or we can be ready with the knowledge that we have in God's Word and stand firm in it. It doesn't mean everyone will believe us. doesn't mean everyone will like us. They will likely not like us at all. It doesn't mean that it will be easy, but it does mean that it will be right. And that is where we're called, to stand firm and to follow what the Lord has for us in his word. Well, I'm pleased and proud to say that those of us in the classical Christian education movement, um, we, we do that every day for students. We teach them the beauty, the richness of God's word. We teach it to them as truth with a capital T, not as some unchanging, um, as an unchanging thing, not as some uh, constantly changing thing, if you'll excuse me, but constant change is not what God's word is. We teach it as the unchanging, ever true word of God. And we do that so that our students are prepared for the battlefield. They are prepared to stand firm for their faith. If you don't know about a Christian school like that, I invite you, please, to dig deep at the Christian school, the church, the youth group that your children attend. And if you're looking for a place that you can all know and guarantee does that, and consider looking at the Association of Classical Christian Schools, the ACCS. I certainly invite you to contact us at Oakdale Academy, and you can find us on the web, oakdaleacademy.com, or you can email us, uh, admissions at oakdaleacademy.com. We have some openings already for next year. This is not an enrollment drive, not an admissions drive, but if you investigate and you find that education of your children is lacking, it's time to make a change. And if you live in the Metro Detroit area, we invite you to, to consider us uh, for your children's education. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it is so important that we stay up on what's going on with HR5, the Equality Act, and to make sure that we are ready to stand firm, to protect our faith, and to ensure that our students have a biblical worldview rooted in the truth of God's word. Thank you so much for listening, and have a blessed day.